Oh, come on already. People always ask me, they're like, Harlan, you're a comedian. So who makes you laugh? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I can say this with 100% accuracy. One of the funniest guys I've ever met. And this guy makes me laugh. David Keckner. And he is my special guest today on the Harlan Highway. You know David from his uh, roles in uh, Anchorman. And he used to be on Saturday Night Live. And he's in Talladega Nights. And, uh, I mean, this guy's been in a million movies, a million TV shows. And uh, we got him right here today. Uh, Hilarious improviser, actor, comedian. Just all-around great guy, all today here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harlan Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey, everybody. David Keckner is coming to your town. All far, buddy. Take it down. Get this music out of my head. Hey, everybody. This is Harlan Williams, and you are on the Harlan Highway. And what a, what a treat today. Dare I say, what a Chinese roasted treat. Unbelievable guest. Samuel L. Jackson is here today. Is that? No. Um, I just get his emails and I showed up. Oh, so th- sorry, my bad. This is David Keckner, ladies and gentlemen. Nearly the same. Nearly the same. Uh, incredible actor, comedian. Uh, one time I know he was a stewardess. Were you? What, yes. What airline? Uh, it's defunct. It was uh, Transworld. Oh, what happened to them? I, I rode it to the ground. What? You, but you were the stewardess, not the yeah, pilot. But they had me do a lot of the accounting too. Oh, Big wow! Mistake. Not good with numbers. So you would serve fish and and chicken and peanuts, and then when you landed, you'd get into the the books. Right. I do a lot of the books up, up in the air too. Well, how did you possibly have time? What I you? didn't. I just guessed. <laughs> wow. That's no. That's no longer. In service. Did you have any interest, financial? Did you have stock? No, did you nothing. So you you could you walked away from this debacle clean. Well, I didn't get my last check. It was an hourly thing, and they just closed shop and said out. How much are you out though? Oh, it was fifty bucks. <laughs> okay. And believe me, I stole that in toiletries. <laughs> I actually came out ahead. You stole from the company you worked for. Of course. Well, when I when I leave your place today, I will have things of yours. Wow. But I announced it, so it's almost not like stealing. As long as it's not my virginity, guy. That's been gone a long time ago. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. David Keckner, folks. You, you all know him. You all love him. You've seen him in, uh, in Will Ferrell movies. I mean, can we list off some of your movies? Sure. Uh, I'm Champ Kind from Anchorman and Todd Packer from The Office. That's how people know me mostly. What do you say we go out on a date? Have some chicken, maybe some sex. You know, see what happens. Also, Talladega Nights is a wildly popular picture. That movie was great. Yeah, yeah. 
So that that sh- if they don't know me from that, they're like, I don't care about it. And Saturday Night Live sure. did a and season there. Yeah, a million things. You know what the most important credit I I have today? What friend of Harlan Williams? Is that a movie? Did I overstate it? Well, I I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's a lifelong show. Oh. Yikes. I it's think like a reality show. I did overstep. You, yeah, this is odd. A Should quick, we stop? Yep. Do you wanna... Okay, well, thanks for coming in. David Keckner, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this was... Uh, we never really got off the ground, but I then again, it, neither did your airline. I wanted it so badly. Uh, we apologize, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Mm. And look, train gonna, wreck. Listen, can we uh, try this again? Do trains make a uh, sound? I think if they run over something, yeah. like a moose, and they get intestines and oil and grease in the wheel, they will make that noise. A squeaking sound. Have you ever run over anything? You look like the type of guy that might have hit a Korean kid or something. <laughs> no, I'm from I'm from a small town in the Midwest. I'm, I'm sure I've hit something. Well, let's, Squirrel, let's, cat. Well, that's very ambiguous. I think you would remember if you hit a living creature with a vehicle. Now, guy, what are you covering up? I can't tell you. Was it a Korean kid? I don't want to. I don't want to announce the ethnicity. But it was a kid. Yes. Unbelievable! You're just. I don't, you don't know. Have, no, I'm almost know ready those... to stop the show again. It may have been a humorous hit and run. Oh, so it was a like the kid bounced off your car, went into a ditch, bounced up, hit another kid on a bike, killed that kid, threw a window, knocked an old lady off her wheelchair, killed her like a triple. The first two kids did not die. It was the old lady that expired. Wow. Here's the best thing. I had taken out an insurance policy on the elderly two weeks before that. So and I'm completely clean on this. Collected. Yes. How much? I can't say. Half a mil. <laughs> Anything more would have been suspicious. Wow. Yeah. You really, you're, see, I didn't know, like, you're an actor, you're a comedian, but I didn't know the business side of you. Like, you ran a, an airline into the ground. Right. You collected money off an old bag. Can I call it an old bag murder? <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Like a bag murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a perpetrator of fraud, H. <laughs> and a petty thief. Oh, yeah, because you're going to steal from here. Yeah. It might be something so small as a pen. Usually I like to grab something that's useful. That you'll huh. notice, like just like an, a singular item, like where's that? Where's like I see a paintbrush, the big one. Yeah, that might go. You're like, where's that big paintbrush I have? I see a lot of golf trophies on the wall. Where's that my favorite trophy? It'll yeah. be something. Huh? What about that stack of seven hundred dollars I have over there? No, no, I don't, th- I don't think you'd miss that. Huh? Okay. Well, don't say I didn't offer. Well, right now, then, now that you've offered, I won't take it. But then again, well, if I'm Nancy Drew and I'm solving a mystery, why would you need money after you just took in a half mil for the old bag murder? Right. Do you even know her name? You <laughs> killed an old lady. Do you even know her name? Do of you care? Of course, I know her name. Who? I took out the insurance policy. Who was it? What was her name? Esther. Esther what? Gland. <laughs> Gland as in adrenal gland? <laughs> I, I love how this has turned into more of an interrogation than anything else. Well, I wanted to have a nice conversation and ask you questions about your career, but, but all these volatile things have emerged almost immediately. I've, Death got introduced right away. Well, my producers are giving me the wrap-it-up <laughs> signal, and I just can't because I'm, I'm almost more intrigued than I am appalled. Right. You're, you're like drawing me in. You're like a light bulb, and I'm a retarded moth. <laughs> and there you do the evil laugh and as if you knew that the whole time. it's daylight. 
Wow. Yeah. You set this whole thing up, this podcast. You'll never get out of here. All right, let me get to my question. I always prepare questions okay. for my guests, and I'm happy you're here. Don't take this the wrong way. I love it that you're here. I love it more than you do. Can I tell you something really quick? We might be related. Uh, okay. Wow, I didn't expect that bombshell. Yeah. Talk. We're going to draw blood today. Talk. My uh, grandfather was adopted, and so he was not a Keckner. I'm not actually a Keckner. We, he was adopted out of New York, Sisters of Mercy, went down to, via New Orleans. They went down and got him, brought him up, trucked him up to Tipton, Missouri. His last name? Williams. <laughs> oh, really? Give me some of that blood. <laughs> Don't run from me. Give me blood. <laughs> wow. Give me blood, Williams. Really? That would, I think that would make sense. Yeah. You don't have a choice. We have to get along. We're family, H. Does this mean I have to buy you a Christmas present this year? Yep. Or is that what this bullshit story was all about? You just want a present. Well, two, because actually my birthday comes before Christmas, so that's a double dipper. What's your birthday? August 24th. When's yours? Capricorn, ladies. Give him a hand. That's actually a Virgo, but very, we have a Capricorn. very much not close. I've uh, read your star sign. Capricorns <laughs> love, uh, they don't like butter on their popcorn nope. at the movies. Nope. And uh, they think rainbows smell. They do. Oh, a lot of people don't have that sense. What do they smell like? Uh, like bad candy. Like candy. If you ever smelled candy that went bad, yeah, that's what a rainbow smells like. I've smelled candy gone bad in my neighbor's teeth. There you go. Wow, am I too close to my neighbor? Why are you wearing your neighbor's teeth? <laughs> gum gum jabby jabby gum gum. When's your birthday? Oh, nosy. Yeah. Well, November. November what? Fourteen. I will never forget it. Same as Prince Charles. Mm. Well, you should remember it now that you, you stated we're brothers. We are practically brothers. I hope this isn't another ploy. Uh, we're brothers, air quotes, so you can take out an insurance policy on me. Sign here. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Sign here. What if I signed like this, like a deaf guy? Then where would you be? I would videotape it and say, there you go, Your Honor. That'd be like an air signature. Yes. Wow. May you wake up surrounded with Air Jordans. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right, first question. Here we wow. go. You, you, come on. Zing it. Um, does getting humans to Mars make sense? And if so, would you go? No and no. For your two-part question, makes no sense to me. And I would not go. What? First of all, why doesn't it make sense to get humans to Mars? Don't we have to forge forward as a human race? I think that's a misuse of uh, funds. Now, the argument to be made there is that uh, continual space exploration has helped all of mankind. We've gotten uh, an enormous amount of technological advancement because of our desire to explore space. Exactly, now, right. I have no problem with continued exploration of space, but why Mars? Just because it's the next planet out? So you're going you're gonna to have an incredible... I, my, guess, my, my question is this. Does the expenditure uh, equal the advancement? And I don't know that. I'm just asking that question. Yeah. I, I think that now that we've hit this information age and technology's uh, increased abilities... The exponential increase in, in technological advancements going on anyway that I'm not sure that it will be advanced that much more by a space, more space, continued space exploration. You ever watch The Singularity? It's, uh, it's a no. movie with about uh, Ray Kurzweil. 
and he's wow. a futurist, and he's talking talks about the merging of humans and technology, which is inevitable. Yeah, that'll happen. That's right? happening now. Right. Now we th- I used to think well, we always think it's in terms of cyborgs, but he's talking about nanotechnology. He talks about the idea that um, your phone is much more advanced than what took us to the moon. Right, that computer. True. He true. Said he was holding. Never his, thought of it that right? way. I like well, that. What you carry around in your pocket, in your hand, next to your balls every day, had to say Uh-oh. balls. Yeah. R rated. You. You've got to keep this thing R rated. Gum yeah. gum jobby jobby, <laughs> blow job. Anyway, wow. you got to keep the listeners involved. Yeah. No, I hear you. So, uh, he said, "What you hold, hold in the palm of your hand used to take an entire building of computers. Yeah, true. And it used to cost a, you know half a billion dollars. Now that thing is two hundred dollars, and it's in your hand." So the advancement in technology gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and the, the price gets lower and lower and lower. Technology will eventually cure cancer, disease, all diseases will cure poverty. All these things are possible. But what good is it all if we're not on Mars? That, I don't want to be cancer-free on Earth. And that is the quandary exactly where I stand with you. Why do it if we can't be on the big red planet? <laughs> Thank you. That was you. my whole point in saying no twice. But, but would you go, honestly, if you got the opportunity to go, would you go? How long does it take to get there? Uh, At current time or I think time it, in the wasn't future? it like nine months yeah, it to get there? Time. Yeah. But each day, our day is 24 hours. Their day is like 42 hours. So think of the overtime you'd amass. Oh, right. That makes no sense. Yeah. Um, here's the thing Wait, a lot of people what? don't know about that trip to Mars. You can't get out of your seat. Come on. At no point, because, you know, normally on a flight, it's free to roam about the cabin. On the trip to Mars, you cannot get out of your seat. Wait a minute. You used to be a stewardess. Right. You could be up out of your seat the whole time. Yes. So you, you'd go. Right, because I would be a stewardess on the flight to Mars. That would be the only condition of which I'd travel. Wow. Isn't it funny how fate turns you back around and things come into play that yeah. you thought you left behind? Sign here. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, good, so ans- good would, answer. Would you go? I'd go in a, in a second. For nine months? I mean, then you're there, and you, here's the thing. What if you don't dig the people you're flying with? Uh, then when you get to Mars, my guess is it's a pretty small s- space station. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're, I, I don't know. I don't know what's there. Right. What, is, and think about this. The amount of blood I'm drawing from you today is, yeah. is a, a, just a vial, right? Just yeah. a test for paternity and a couple other things. Yeah. But the, they draw blood daily on Mars. Who does? The Martians. Oh, come on What now. do you think you're going there for? What? I thought we were going there to look for microbacterias and enzymes and you're, seeds. Harlan, you are, seeds? you are food on Mars. Come on. Okay. So this, you're, you're looking out for me. This is a warning. We're the, brothers. I don't want to lose my brother. No. We need more of us. We're Irish, right? Right. We should form a gang and move to Boston. We already saved civilization. Because we went to Mars. Right. Oh, the, 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 the Celtic moonfarers are, are, are not as documented as they should be. And the Welsh, Williams is a Welsh name. Right. Wait, that's, you can't say, Right. That's like what the teenagers would say. We're not te- right? I threw a question mark on the end. I'm very happy. 
God. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We're doing We've already good gone here. to Mars and back, folks. I don't know what you're doing. Strap in. We've already gone to Mars and yeah. back. We've gone all the way back through several genealogy mm. trees. We've done uh, some spelunking. Which brings us to this question. Yes. What the hell is a parsnip? That is a herb. It is? I thought it was like a vegetable. It's a vegetable. Well, what is I don't know what it is. You, you ask Where do the they come you, from? I, I, uh, parsnip, parsnip. Sounds like a root. Sounds like a, like, a, like a radish or a celery or a carrot. Have you eaten a parsnip? Not to my knowledge. Oh. And I never will. Well, I'm what a, veggie do you hate? There's, everyone hates a veggie. I'm not a big fan of onions. Really? Yep. How do you cry? Oh, I cry daily just because of my uh, loss of our uh, great friendship. And it is a loss. Wait, yes. you don't know that you don't read your emails. <laughs> it's not. You just announced you're my family. And I now... know, but I broke up with you weeks ago via email. It's probably in your spam folder. I thought that's why you invited me over here today. And by the way, listeners, first time I've been invited to the residence. First time <laughs> I've been knowing you. For at least 16, 17 years. Yeah. Did we meet in Montreal the first time in 96? Were you in uh, Montreal in 96? God, I don't remember. We may have met there. First time I remember meeting you was at the audition for Charlotte's Web. Do you remember we went to Charlotte's Web? We met before that. Yeah, but I don't remember. Where, where, where was it? You and I worked together on a little movie called Wag the Dog. Oh, yeah, that's, that's where we met. God, what's the matter with me? And yes. I immediately was in love with Harlan Williams because you made me laugh so hard. Yep. Wag the we had dog. A scene, we had a tiny little scene together. Yeah. Wag, well, two words in the camera just moved. And I was like, what's going on? We were uh, we were originally supposed to meet and work in, in another movie, an indie movie called, uh, it was like a country singer. Dill Scallion? Dill Scallion. That came after. That came after? Yep. Wag the dog was oh. first. Dill Scallion was next. Were you going to be Dill? I was going to be Dill. What happened? Uh, I ended up, this is bizarre, I ended up, uh, I had a, a comedy festival in Ireland booked. Yep. And our, our, uh, where our roots are. Yeah. And uh, and I was going to miss the start date by two days. And uh, I was going to come back for it. And one of my managers says, don't do it. It's an indie movie. And I was still naive. I didn't yeah. know anything about the industry. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I won't do it then. Right. And I've regretted it ever since. Really? Mo well, mostly because... I would have been able to improvise. A lot of that movie was improvised. Right. I would have been able to improvise with you, and it was just kind of a fun movie with singing, and it was about a country star or something. Right, right. Did you had, like it? I did. I had a great, great time. Jordan Brady directed it, wrote and directed it. It was a very funny script, remember? Yeah. Very funny. I know. Like, here's the thing. Here's what you missed. $98 a day. <laughs> I know. It less, was less taxes and commissions, folks. So that's around 46. Yeah. I think that's what my, my managers were nervous yeah. about. They're like, you, you just did like this, this, and this. What are you doing this for? But I've learned in this industry do what you like, yes. do what you're going to yeah. have fun with. It's all going to work out. Don't chase the, the begonias. Um, here's our next question. And we're with David Keckner here. Unbelievable. Uh, my brother, a stewardess, and a murderer. Um, if you had a choice, well, you know, I'm just telling, I'm recapping. Yes. Hey, the, you have not said anything that was not true. Yeah. Um, now, if you had a choice between churning butter mm -hmm. 
laying down a cobblestone road in England. How far is the road? How, how uh, we're talking, uh, well, it's England, so it would be uh, kilometers, 42 kilometers. Shoo. Or spending the night in a tent with the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. Which one would you pick? I have to ask another question. Is the yeah. Tin Man uh, alive or dead? Because uh, is it? Uh, it's not uh, alive. It's not. It's not. Uh, Bert Lahr was the lion, right? Yeah. You know the original Tin Man? Was uh, Bud, was the Buddy Beverly Ebsen. Hills Billy's was guy. Buddy Ebsen. You know why he had to quit? They, he the, the he makeup, almost they, died. Yes, the makeup they used uh, almost collapsed his lungs. Can't remember the name of the original Tin Man. I would have to say uh, well, spend well, an evening with the original Tin Man. The original or the the guy that actually played the. Oh, you're talking about the original guy from Beverly Hills Billies. Buddy Epson, he's passed. <laughs> right, but... but he... the guy, look up real quick, see who played <laughs> the Tin Man. Well, it was that guy with the big eyes and they paint... But but when you say Buddy Epson had a reaction to... The, it the, was the, the paint, makeup, right? The, makeup, yes, the, the paint. silver paint yes. they put on him. Mm-hmm. But which is interesting, and a lot of people don't know this, he went on to play one of the girls in Goldfinger. Where they painted his whole body gold, right? And they found any. He, he, he did okay with that. He did okay with that. Scene got cut. What? It's in the movie. That scene got cut from where the movie. he's laying dead on the bed, covered in gold paint. Oh, that one? No, that didn't get cut. That was still in the movie. Yes, that was him. Yeah, unbelievable he wanted, ass. He unbelievable wanted to prove ass. that he could still do it. That he couldn't. That you know, cosmetics weren't going to keep him out of the business. Right. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Why are you twisting my questions around? It doesn't matter which incarnation of the Tin Man it was. It's just the Tin Man. He's made of tin. He's oily. He squeaks. Please answer the question without twisting it around and manipulating me. Can I take out an insurance policy? Gus, you know. Okay, I'll I'll sleep with the Tin Man. You'll be over putting down a cobblestone road and churning butter. Well, I'm going to churn the Tin Man's butter. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Love a lemonade stand. Uh, all right. So we've both uh, been in Will Ferrell movies. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say it. I love Will. He's uh, the do, best. Do you love the Will? Of course. He's he's easy man to love. He is just great. I yeah. mean, he, he's one of the funniest guys. You and him are just the funniest guys I think I've ever met. You don't met. have to add me just because I'm sitting right here next to you with a gun. But No, no. you Cor- Corky is the funniest ever. But what I want to know is we didn't work on the same Will Ferrell movie together. I worked on Superstar, and you worked on Talladega Nights and and Anchorman. Anchorman. Do you have uh, any funny behind-the-scene Will Ferrell stories that you can share with our listeners? Something that went down in the trailer or you guys went out to dinner or goofing around? Something off the set or maybe was on the set that people won't know about. Well, nothing that's outrageous enough to qualify as a very interesting story other than Will is just uh, a, a quiet guy and just a lot of fun to be around. Here's my only story. We went to Ireland one year. <clears throat> my my year on SNL is myself, Will, his first year, my first year, Adam McKay, who wrote and directed uh, Anchorman and Talladega Nights and Step Brothers, um, and then Tom Giannis, who was a director from Second City and a writer on Saturday Night Live and does a lot of uh, work. <clears throat> directed Nick Swartzen's show on Comedy Central. Oh yeah. The four of us go to uh, to Ireland. Wow. On a on a trip. It's like was, the Mod Squad. Yeah, a trip that was cooked up by Mark McKinney. Oh yeah. Now Mark had a baby, couldn't go. Norm Hiscock, another great Canadian, yeah. was supposed to come with us. His wife had just had a baby, and he was telling me that he goes, "Remember that trip? I kind of asked my wife, and she's like, you 'You're not really asking me to go to Ireland.' They had a baby there. Their second child was two weeks old." 
and they were living in New York. The first one was only two years old, and she's like, are you kidding me? You and the guys? So it was myself, Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, and Tom Giannis, all big guys, stepped into a Toyota Corolla. We didn't make any plans. We flew over a, a two-week break at, at Saturday Night Live, yeah. got to Shannon Airport and pulled out a map. We had a car and a map and no reservations anywhere. Whoa. So we just started driving. Did you have a camera? Were you filming it? Yes, I still have like 800 pictures developed somewhere in a basement here in Los Angeles. Oh, so this was no. What I'm saying is this yeah. wasn't like a a videotape oh, no. like show. This was just a, a vacation. Yes, should have been videotaped. But uh, Will, even there, was he's just, just so quietly funny. He doesn't he doesn't have this compulsion to do bits. He's just a quietly subversive. There's got to be guy. one. Come on, I'm not stopping with you going on Should a trip a with one? babies. There must have been, even if it was something he said. I'll, let me give you one, and maybe right. it'll spark. Very good. Very good. This is you're right. He's quiet and he doesn't yep. do shtick. But uh, we when we were doing Superstar, yep. as you know, uh, when you're shooting a movie, all the actors get their own little trailer, mm-hmm. and the trailers are usually equipped with a bathroom and a little stereo and a microwave oven and a fridge. And uh, well, one day we were we're in between shots. And uh, Will says to me, goes, uh, hey, man, you want to come over to my trailer at lunchtime? And I go, oh, why? What you going on? And he goes, well, I got the microwave oven over there. I got a Thanksgiving turkey cooking in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, but he plays it so serious, right? Right. right. And it's just like hilarious. So funny little story. So anything like that, I'm really just hoping you <laughs> share anything. And not deprive the listeners on the Harlan Highway. Well, this isn't a great story, but here's what happened. The first week after we were filming, uh, it was going great. Which movie? Uh, Anchorman. Anchorman. It was going great, and apparently each, all four of us, myself and Will and Steve uh, Carell and Paul Rudd, had all secretly gone, uh, not secretly, but gone home and, and told our wives of, about our insecurity, like, oh, my God, I'm not, I'm not keeping up. These guys are killing it. Oh, no. It's, that was the only thing. It was a little bit amusing that we'd all felt like, oh, man, everyone else is killing it. And Wait, for real? For real. Oh, wow. Each one of us had an insecurity of, like, these other guys are so great. I don't know what I'm doing. Isn't blah, that blah, blah. funny? Yeah. You guys are all incredible in that movie. Yeah. Like, but, people were just laughing at yeah. all of you guys. Yeah. I will, I will say that we were – we'd always hang out together between takes and then, you know, all that stuff. And there was a point about halfway through the movie we were all kind of realizing – not kind of, we were like, this is really good. Yeah. This is uncommonly good. And we all kind of like didn't want to talk about it because like, yeah. in baseball, you don't talk about it if it's a no-hitter. Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is... Yeah, when are they going to do another one? You know what? They, they they had an idea and they went and pitched it at Paramount, but the 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 purse strings there say no because they don't feel like it's an international movie and that's how they make money. Yeah, I can't spend any of someone else's money. Yeah. But they have a certain budget idea. They want to make it for the same price they made the first one. It's like, come on. And Will and those guys all brought their price down to make this thing. And wow. like, for whatever reason, I don't know, it's crazy to me. And that, that window's closing. Yeah. You know? it's, it's like people say to me, when are you doing another half-baked, dude? Yeah. And it's like, you know, I got a bit of gray in my hair now. <laughs> it's like I nobody can't... likes the, the later Cheech and Chong no. movies. No. You know, it's like they should be smoking a diaper or something, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's funny you mentioned the international thing because, right. you know, we, we probably go in and pitch ideas and movies around town. And I know when I do, I get a lot of this now. The, the producers are like, 
well, can we make it international? Like, can we figure out a way that they end up in Paris right. or over in, uh, you know, it's weird. It's like, it's like they act as if there's no money in the United States of America. Right. If it doesn't make $150 million, they're not interested. Yeah. They need to spend $20 million and make 70 Right. Rather than let's just spend 20 and make 20 Yeah. You can't. Nope, not good enough. No, they, they, their overhead is so high; they've got to pay so many other bills. They need. They. Yeah. Have, it's like you know, these corporations have to just make obscene amounts of money. That's why you see these big blockbusters, and they'll gamble two hundred million dollars, knowing they're going to make four hundred million. Right. It's it's like Ghost po- Protocol made uh, like two uh, excess of two hundred million here in the U.S., but because it was shot over in Dubai and yep. other parts of yep. the world, it's probably going to rake in six hundred million. Yep. From the rest of the world. International stars. You've got Simon Pegg from London. You've got that that uh, star from, from the Bollywood pictures. Yeah. So they, they were smart in that they sprinkle an international cast in there. And isn't Peggy Lipton in it? Mm-hmm. No. The, you mean the ice skater? The dancer? The singer. Yes. Peggy Lee. Yes. Brenda Lee, you mean. Brenda Lee. Who's that? She's the singer. What about Peggy Lee? I don't know who that is. You don't? Okay. Bad, bad was, reference. Was that point. on your sheet? No, that wasn't on my sheet. That just popped into my head, and I really wish it it, it didn't. But no. I'll probably go back in and blame you later. Somehow oh, I'll do it. back ends? Okay. Uh, here's a quickie, and this is just a yes or no answer. Do, do people who square dance smell like squid? Yes. Excellent. That's correct. It's inexplicable. That's, yes. That's correct. Thank you. Um, let's move on, staying on the entertainment uh, thing. What's one of your fondest memories in the biz? Because you've done Saturday Night Live. You've done sitcoms. You're on the show The Office, which are hilarious. You've done probably, what, 30 movies by now? <laughs> is it 30? It might be. 25, 30 movies, maybe more? more? More than that. Yeah. Yeah. What what's what's one of your standout favorite moments in the biz? And I know there's a lot, but what's one that when you tell your friends about your universe, your world, where's one that you usually go? You, I'll never forget this. Well, I came up in in Chicago through a time when there was an amazing group of people, and you don't know that till you look back and you're like, my God, like who? Give me some, give okay. us some names. When I, Chris Farley and I started together. Oh wow, uh, Farley. We Mike Myers used to come. Mike. It was a was a, a, a Second City player in Toronto, and he was waiting to get his green card at Second City Chicago. Wow. So he'd work out with us all the time at the Improv yeah. Olympic. Uh, Adam McKay, he and I came up together. Um, I while I was in Chicago, there was Steve Colbert, Steve Carell, uh, Rachel Dratch, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, uh, Horatio Sands. Good lord! Adam McKay, I mentioned Tom Giannis. Uh, Kevin Dorf, uh, Brian McCann, Brian Stack, all longtime Conan writers, Tommy Blocka, wow. Andy, Andy Richter. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And you, you, when you're there, you're just thinking, wow, what a fabulous group of people I get to work with. You look back and go, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Was Peggy Lee on that list? Still is. Um, now, now again, you've kind of skirted the question, so I'm going to go back to it. You named a, a lot of great well, people. That was... What was one of your <laughs> biggest, like, most favorite moments was is that what you're saying it is just coming up with all those people is that the answer right because there's too many great moments yeah we've had we have great nights on stage yeah where you you just everything comes together improvising yeah and we you know used to call that a herald when every cylinder fires yeah yeah and so well the greatest moments i guess were there was a there was a a a, a one-year period where we were on two improv teams 
Uh, ours was called Fish Stick Awful. No, no, theirs was called Fish Stick, and ours was called Raging Denial. And myself and Farley McCann, a bunch of all these other guys, and we'd, we'd do, uh, both groups would do two shows on Fridays and Saturdays, and it was just magic. It was wow. just magic. Wow. What and a group. I know. No one got paid. We, we just drank beer for free, but the owner wasn't quite aware of it. And we just had a party every night, and then we'd carry it on to someone else's house and oh. get a get a case of Bud and finish at four o'clock in the morning. It was just that Where was, was the I? Best. Why wasn't I you around? Were, you were in Canada working magic in the oh. Northern Lights. God. Well, let me ask you this, and right. if it's too sensitive, you nope. don't have to Nothing's answer. Nothing's too sensitive. But I think our listeners would like to know. Uh, obviously, it sounds like you were close with Farley. We had some fun, yeah. And uh, you know, what, where were you when he passed on, and and what was your what was your emotions with that? I had moved to L.A. It was ninety. It was the fall of ninety six. Yeah. And uh, well, it kind of breaks your heart. Yeah. Right. You don't know how to digest that right away. You 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 want to reach out to other people and just kind of sit there. You're a little bit numb when you hear the news. Yeah. Um. But I knew that Chris was struggling. Would so, you say struggling like with, with addiction and he, things like that? He's been in and out of rehab, I think, in the teens. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so. I'm teen times. And I, I wasn't close to him the way you were, but I bumped into him tw- yeah. like at a couple of Hollywood parties. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can verify this, but he was as amped up and mm-hmm. hyper at those parties as you see him on Saturday Night Live. And right. it, it started me thinking, is this guy up this high mm-hmm. in adrenaline? All the time. Yeah. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. Now, you kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squat. It's it's, it's interesting because here's a guy that seemed... uh completely in love with life he was always happy yeah he was always super humble yeah he was always funny always ready to do a bit the most committed actor i've ever seen yeah yeah you know when you you say who's the funniest you have to say farley's the funniest there's no question just because of his his commitment and just what he would do the audacity of what farley would just do (laughs) he didn't care he jumped all the way in I'll tell you another guy like that. Uh, Jim Carrey to me is like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Jim goes all the way in. Yep. He doesn't care about his pride, his ego. It's inspired. I, I think a lot of the clue for, for people in comedy listening, and I try to follow this motto, is don't be afraid of feeling or looking like a fool. Right. Because comedy is for fools. Co- comedians yes. are fools to We're a degree. Fools. Yep. And, and, and you got to go, you got to just like, Throw the barn doors open and and look like an idiot. Let go, yeah. Let go, yeah. And it sounds like uh, Farley. Well, uh, that's a sad story, and uh, it sounds like you had some great times with him. Yep. And uh, God, man. God rest his soul. I hope yep. he's. Uh, this will sound real cheesy, and you may walk off, but yep. I hope he's making the angels laugh. Can you stay? You know what's interesting? Chris had this uh, uh, 
thing he carried around his wallet called a crown, a clown's prayer. And basically it was the clown's duty is like God telling the clown what to do. I don't have it anymore. I used to carry it in my wallet too. But uh, at the end of it was something like, remember that when you made <clears throat> other people smile, you made me smile too, or God smile too. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, this is a, this is a parallel story. I knew a janitor who worked at uh, Ringling Brothers and he had it up to here with the clown's duty. Uh, he said they clogged more. Well, you know, if you're going to talk about it, why can't I? <laughs> you can. I'm, I'm looking at you with awful heat, but the listeners don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, let's move on. Thank you for uh, sharing uh, unbelievable uh, stories uh, with us, and uh, that's, that's wonderful. Um, and uh, we're not going to go out on a melancholy note. We're right. going to go out on uh, what we call uh, the Harland Highway Animal Quiz. My favorite part of the show. And we do this with all our guests that come to the show. And mm -hmm. what we do, so anyone who hasn't heard it before, is we uh, give our guest, our special guest, David Keckner in this case, four clues to four different animals. And somewhere in those clues, you have to find the name of the bird, the mammal, the insect, the reptile, whatever. It's only one animal I have to identify, but other animals... Clues will help me identify those single animals. The, the little paragraph I give you, the little blurb I give you, will help you discover. And I tried to kind of make these ones a little movie-themed like to help you along. Is there a musical or animal sting that accompanies this? Does yes, there is a theme song. And uh, if you want to throw to it, why don't you say, uh, here we go with the Harland Highway Animal Quiz. Ladies and gentlemen, this is David Keckner, and here we go with the Harland Highway Animal Quiz. <laughs> It's time for the Harlan Highway Animal Quiz. And here we go. That was a great throw. Thanks. Were you ever a pitcher in school? Because you got a great throw. <laughs> Always in the dirt. Um, and if you'd like to throw up with that little joke I just did, please <laughs> do that too. All right, here we go. Here we go. Our first question for the Harland Highway Animal Quiz for our special guest, David Keckner. Y'all set, buddy? All set. Here we go. I'm just a little bird, but if I were to go into movies, I'd be a swashbuckling pirate. Okay. I'll read it again. I'm just a so little. So do I guess that bird? You have to guess the bird. It's a, it's a parrot. Ooh, no. Parakeet. Listen again. I'm just a little bird, but if I were Swallow, to go into... uh, um sparrow. It's a sparrow. Sorry. Oh, look at that. Yeah, sparrow, of course. He got it. Yes, Wh why? Well, little bird, I thought sparrow right away. And then when you said pirate, I thought parrot. But, of course, it's, uh, it's uh, uh, sparrow. Jack, Jack Sparrow. sparrow. Yeah, yeah. See, you can do Good this clues. game. Yes, I can. Good Are clues. you ready for the next one? Yes. I'm a bird who you can find doing this at a funeral, dot, dot, dot. And a bar of soap. Listeners are thinking, too, bar of soap and a funeral. I'm a bird who you could find doing this at a funeral, dot, dot, dot. That's a and dove. a bar of soap. A dove. Ooh. No, not it. Half of it. Dove soap. Dove crow. You've got the bar of soap. What would you find someone doing at a funeral? Dove cry. Oh, when doves cry? Yes, Prince. Doves cry? No, no. What? You've got to guess the name of the, the... It's a type of dove. Oh. 
<sighs> funeral what? dove. What would you? A what? The death dove. The funeral dove. No, no. What would you be doing at a funeral? Crying. Somebody has died. Oh, around there. Sobbing dove? Oh, close. Digging dove? Close. Eating dove. It's a vulture dove. <laughs> it's a flesh-eating dove. That's what it is. And it's eating the corpse. Yes, of no. course. No, you're all around it. It's, e- it's also a time of day. It's something you do at a funeral. It's a morning dove? Oh. There he goes. Folks, he, he leads got- you right down the path. Just go with it. <laughs> Trust Harlan. He got the morning dove. You're two for two, kid. Not really. No, you are. Yeah, you've got... I didn't say morning. You did. There's a lot of band-aids. Why do you have to beat yourself up? All right. Let's go to question three. Here we go. All right. If you know the last name of a famous actor named Dennis and figure out what he was smoking in one of his movies, you will know my name. And this isn't a bird. Now we've, uh, we've jumped to the insect world. Grasshopper. Oh, look at that. You're on fire, Is kid. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, if you know the last name of a factor, name, famous actor named Dennis, mm-hmm. Dennis Hopper, and figure out what he was smoking in one of his movies, Grass, grass. you got yourself? Grass Quaid. No, you had it right the first time. My, again, my producer telling me to wrap this up, but I'm not going to. Why is your producer have a crossbow pointed at me? I don't. That's been made me uncomfortable the entire time. Well, did you ever see the movie Deliverance? Yes, I did. He is Burt Reynolds' ex-lover. Incredible. Yeah. Well, the people you meet here at this podcast—that's uh, worth the trip right there. Yeah. There is a petting zoo too. Yes, there is, uh, and it's porcupines only. That's but it. We supply the gloves. But All right, an amazing variety. Yes, we have. You more. ready for your last animal quiz? Yes. Here we go, buddy. This is it. I am the type of expensive seafood that Ozzy, Zeppelin, and Guns N' Roses might eat. Mm-hmm. No. No, you have to answer, not me. Oh. You, it's like your eyes threw like, it back to me. Like caviar? No, no it's expensive. not the answer. Okay. But think of the clues. I am the type of expensive seafood that Ozzy, Zeppelin, and Guns N' Roses might eat. Rock shrimp? Ooh, you're all around no. it. Rock lobster. Hey-o! There it is. Gentlemen on, and ladies. That's a bird? A lobster is a bird? What are you talking about? You said it wasn't a bird. No, it's it's a seafood. Lobster's not a bird? No. Uh, Lobsters live underwater, buddy. Pretty sure it is. Wait, wait a minute. You know what? This morning when I woke up, I saw some lobsters sitting on the, the uh, telephone wire. Clicking their claw. Right. What? Rock lobster. Oh, God. Okay. Well, see, I learned something new here today <laughs> myself. Well, you know what, buddy? You, you went out on a very high note. Four out of four for your first uh, your first quiz. Well, they were great quiz. clues. Has anybody else gotten four out of four? Or is everybody? Uh, no. No. Not everybody gets four out of four. Andy Dick. Uh, Andy Dick was incredibly good. Yeah. He, he got four out of four, which I was surprised. He's a bright guy. He's very funny. He's hilarious. He's and, hilarious. And wouldn't you say Andy's one of the most naturally funny guys? Yes. Because without even trying, that guy's just hysterical. As are you. Well, yes. But uh, but, but Andy was he, not a stewardess. No. 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 But you were. Ironically, he was a steward. Oh. Ironically, his... No. His... his um, <laughs> I don't like the way you're looking. <laughs> I was going to make a Stuart Little joke, but I couldn't put it together. Oh, well. 
That'll be for the that'll be someone else's question, animal question. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave David Keckner, can you please tell the folks yes. where they can see you next, where they can uh, reach out to you and become fans? I'm sure you have a Twitter. I'm sure you have a Facebook. We want to get you as much exposure as we can. Thanks, H. To help uh, you through life, talk uh, to the folks. All right, uh, on Facebook, it's just David Keckner public page, a fan page. On Twitter, it's at David Keckner. Uh, and I do have a web- website, uh, davidkechner.com. Uh, I am going to be at the Paris Casino in, in, Las, Vegas. in Las Vegas. Yes. And then Minerva's in Idaho in April. Minerva's? Yeah. Is, is that Minerva? like a soup restaurant? What it's, is Minerva's? I think it is a chain of restaurants. It's, very, several, I, it's going to be very interesting. I'm not sure exactly what huh. it is. Delicious soup, yeah. Minerva. Yeah. Very onions good. Onions, mm. but you don't like onions. I don't like onions. I'll have them take it out. All right. Well, we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take you out right out of the show because we're at the end of the line, buddy. This has been a blast. Thank you for being here. Thanks, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, David Keckner, watch his movies, go to his shows, look him up on the internet. Uh, one of the funniest uh, stewardesses alive. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Harley. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And until next time, would you mind putting that stuff back, please? You saw that? Yeah. I brought this in. Oh, looks! Well, it's got my initials on it. There, um, that's my middle name and oh. my grandfather's original last name. Oh. H. All right, folks. Well, we are done. Thank you, and until next time. A rock lobster! Chicken chow mein, baby. You know you can beat a breathalyzer by sucking on activated charcoal tablets? But don't the police wonder why you're sucking on charcoal? There's no law against charcoal. Yeah. 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 <laughs>